Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in. It is Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Again, brought to you by Teza. Nutrient, energy nutrient pouches. Uh, I've used them all summer. Uh, it's definitely helped my my golfing game, that's for sure. Prior to me teeing off, I, I have a Tiza energy pouch that I place between my cheek and my gum, and man, I am laser focused. Um, I broke 80 a few times this summer, and, um, you know, uh, not just because of my pure athleticism, uh, but um, but a lot of it has to do with Tiza as well, especially when you turn nine, you know, sometimes you, you, you play the front nine, you turn that nine and you're like, oh man, I'm, I'm a little spent, man. You just, you pop in one of those teaser pouches and you're ready to go. All right. Uh, we've got a lot for you tonight with you for the next three hours, getting you ready for the weekend where you want to wager your money, college football, of course, USC big game against Utah. Um, also a lot of NBA Rams going up against Carolina, David Newton, who covers the Carolina Panthers, is going to be joining us on the program. Give us a behind, I like to call it behind the the curtain look in regard to what's going on. As we know, one of the biggest storylines is that they let go. They fired Matt Rule. So uh, very unfortunate for Matt Rule. But, you know, what happens with a team in regard to those kind of changes, right? So so there's that. And then uh, Jeff Legwald is going to be joining us as well. Um, he covers the Denver Broncos, as we know, Monday night football, Denver going up against the chargers. So, uh, so we'll talk to Jeff. So we'll get a, a really insight information on both the opponents for the Rams and the chargers tonight. So really excited about that. Also, Randy Robles from the Elias sports bureau is going to be joining us on the program, giving us the Elias nuggets, quote unquote, uh, to get us ready for uh, week six. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Week six of the NFL season? I can't. I can't believe it. Um, and also Fat Jack, professional handicapper, is going to be joining us on the program as well, um, getting us ready for both NFL and uh, college football. We talk a little NBA. I've got some NBA futures bets for you, uh, as well as some Major League Baseball as we are into the postseason. But where do we stand right now? I always like to we, – we typically on Thursday nights, we typically – we launch the show – around the time that the Thursday night football game is coming to a close. And, um, and it's, it's, it looks like it's pretty unfortunate right now, by the way, we've got Tyler and Rebecca who are producing the show. Hey, hi. You're telling me there's a football game being played right now. Yeah. Is anybody watching? Am I the only one? Am I the only one watching because I have money on the game? I was told nobody showed up. (laughs) Is, Is that, is that, is that what's happening right now? I'm the only one watching. Um, so, so heading into this game, um, well, the score right now is Washington is up 12 to seven against the Chicago bears. Um, and the game is over and Washington has won. Uh, my, my play was on the bears getting the one point. Now, a few, a few things that have gone wrong here. 
number one, the Bears were twice in a position to kick a field goal, and they neglected not to do so. So that is six points that is not on the board right now, which which obviously six plus seven is 13. So they're right there within itself, um, the Chicago Bears would have won. So so that's that's that. Uh, on top of that, uh, many a times they made it into the red zone um, because you have uh, Justin Fields, who's just uber athletic. And, and just to give you, for those who do have uh, Justin Fields on their fantasy team, uh, 187 passing yards, a touchdown, an interception, and also 88 rushing yards. 88 rushing yards. Uh, my favorite quarterback prop bet tonight was Justin Fields over 214 and a half passing and rushing yards combined. I did play that, so obviously winner, winner, chicken dinner. But nonetheless, uh, since I did play the Bears plus one and they lost 12 to seven, uh, I am not winner, winner, chicken dinner there. I just felt like this Washington team, they came in, they've lost four straight. Ron Rivera throws his quarterback under the bush on, on like national, I don't know, TV, radio, whatever his, his press conference was. On top of that, there was a lot of drama happening around the ownership and Dan Snyder reports out of ESPN in regard to him having quote unquote um, damaging information on Roger Goodell and other NFL owners. That's definitely um, a distraction for this team coming into a Thursday night game on a short work week. Um, I just, I, I felt like the bears, even though they lost to the giants and they lost to the Minnesota Vikings, they only lost by one score. And you know what? can say the same thing tonight. Again, 12-7. They only lost by one score. Now it's three games that Chicago has only lost by one score. So what's that telling you? It's telling you that their defense is is pretty rock solid. But unfortunately, their offense is lackluster. And I, I know quite a few people out there were like all crazy goo-goo-gaga Justin Fields coming out of the draft. Um, and one thing about me is that I'm a big draft nut. I'm a big draft guru, as I like to call myself. I'll call myself that. It's okay. Um, but, uh, but I go to Indianapolis each and every season for the draft. I love speaking to a number of the scouts there. Um, I get a, a plethora of information while I'm there. And the scouts that I spoke to, no one was uber excited about Justin Fields. And um and and now I'm I'm seeing all the reasons why. He just he 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 he's just not he's not comfortable being a pocket quarterback in the NFL. And I'm not saying that you have to be a pocket quarterback, right? Because we're seeing Lamar Jackson who's obvi not a pocket quarterback. But if you need to be in the pocket, if you are going up against defenses, that are taking away your rushing attack as a quarterback, you need to have the comfortability of being a pocket quarterback. It doesn't mean that a team has to scheme for you to be a pocket quarterback, but in the moments and the time that you're going up against an opposing defense that is taking away what you do innately athletically, you have to be able to perform in the pocket. And Justin Fields cannot. 
and, and tonight was a microcosm of, of exactly why scouts that I spoke to while I, while I was in Indianapolis and why, why teams did not draft him earlier. And, and there were another, a, a number of, of fans out there, especially here in New York, that were flabbergasted <laughs> that, that Justin Fields didn't go sooner. And we're seeing all the reasons why, right? Uh, another thing is, uh, so the head coach for, for the Chicago Bears was the former defensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts. So he, he knows Wentz better than anyone. Now, again, Washington put up, to, look, 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 at the end of the day, God, and, and, and I love Tyler and Rebecca, please chime in here. At the end of the day, if a team only puts up 12 points, you should beat them. You have a like if you have a better quarterback, some would some would argue, right? Um, you've got a, a better core of players, some would argue. But you as 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 and especially in this day and age in the NFL, where the officiating favors offense over defense, you should be able to put up more than seven points against a Washington football team that's not outstanding when it comes to, to their defense. Agree or disagree? 100% agree. I, I, if you can't beat a team that's put up 12 points, I, and this is... 12 we're ta- points! We're 12, talking about... It's 12-7! Four field goals, right? No touchdowns. It, it's 12. We're talking about 12. Well, no, they, they did. They Washington scored a touchdown. Uh, Brian Robinson scored a touchdown. So I'll, I'll give you the stats right now. So Carson, Carson Wentz, 99 passing yards, no touchdown, no interception. Whew, isn't that a surprise? Um, Brian Robinson couldn't be, let's be honest, guys, couldn't be a better story right now, right? In the NFL, in regard to Brian Robinson. Um, in Washington, car, hij- car hijack car hijacking and, my, and and gets shot in his leg several times like weeks before the season starts comes back this is his second game 17 carries 60 yards and a touchdown by the way my best bet tonight on daily wager on ESPN was um Brian Robinson over 11 and a half attempts he has 17 so let's just say I crushed that that was my best bet um thank god I did because <laughs> because I did take the Bears plus one. Um, unfortunately, if you have Terry McLaurin on, on your fantasy roster, no bueno. Three receptions for 41 yards. Um, and and that's, really, that's really it. Uh, nothing else to write home about. Uh, really, on, on the Washington side, the only guy who really produced for you offensively was Brian Robinson with 17 carries, 60 yards, and a touchdown. Um, as for the Chicago Bears, again, Justin Fields, 187 passing yards, 88 rushing yards. Unbelievable. His longest of 39. Uh, David Montgomery carried the ball 15 times. He only put up 67 yards. Uh, meanwhile, Herbert carried the ball seven times and put up 75 yards. So he averaged over 10 yards per carry, where David Montgomery averaged less than five. Okay, that, that's, that's huge. And, and the organization needs to take note. That's all I'm saying. Uh, 
<laughs> Darnell Mooney, 11 targets, 6 of 65, but did not find the end zone. Dante Pettis was the recipient of, uh, of, of course, Justin Fields' touchdown pass. So he was 4 of 84 with a touchdown, but I highly doubt that anyone owns or has Dante Pettis on their fantasy league. Um, and we'll just end it with that. Again, the final score, Washington 12, Chicago 7. Uh, quick break. Let's talk about some of the other NFL games out there, some of the big ones, right? Like Kansas City in, in, in the Buffalo Bills and um, the Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll dive into those next. Also, if you want to chime in, please, we'd love to hear from you. 877-710-3776. Anita Marks with you. This is Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm a woman's man. No time to talk. <laughs> Why? I, who? Whose song choice is this? I'm just curious. <laughs> I love it. Do you? Do you? Do you like? Do you even remember this? This movie? Yes, I don't I remember even, this movie. I wasn't. I don't alive, even think you. I don't even think you were born when this movie right? came out. No. Saturday Night Live. Saturday, I don't. I don't even. I don't even. Saturday Night Fever. I don't. I don't even think you were alive, Rebecca, when this when this movie came out. Were you? No. No. We've got, we've got a '70s theme going on tonight. Do we? Okay. Yeah. What? Tell me why. I don't. I don't know. Cause we, okay. Because we, <laughs> <did, just> <laughs> we did. Because we did '80s last week and '90s. Okay. All right. No. Listen. Just tell me what you guys want to do. I'll follow your lead. Like I'm all about it. <laughs> Like my friends call me Julie McCoy because I'm 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 OCD and I plan everything. But like but like I am so cool and following somebody else's lead. It's nobody typically likes to lead. So you guys, you, if you guys want to lead, I, like I will follow. All right. Which obviously, which obviously you are. So so true story. I had to sneak into the movie theater to watch Saturday Night Fever with John Travolta. How, wait. So how how old were you? When you saw it, seven. Oh my goodness, seven. <laughs> That's a little I was young seven. to see that movie. I was. I. I. My babysitter and I. We went. I. I convinced her to. Uh, to for us to go, and and we snuck in. She snuck me in, and um and wait wait it gets even better. So so I grew up in in Miami, Florida, and when you grow up in Miami, it's typically you know when you vacation, you either go on a boat cruise. Or you go to Orlando, Florida, and you go to Disney World. That's what you do, right? Like you, like you vacation. You know, you you don't want to go longer than like you know three days, or you know if you do go for a week, right? So you're all the way at the the bottom of the country. So you only have so many options, right? It's not like you you have a lot of options to do much. So um, so anyway, so my family we used to cruise a lot, and so when you go on a boat cruise, there's uh, there's talent contests. So, um, so I, 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 I part like what I want to say when I was like 10 or 11, I, I participated in the talent contest on the boat cruise and, um, and I did Saturday night fever, the whole like disco dance scene. 
you know, where he's like taking his finger and he's oh going like goodness. from it. Yeah. He's going from he's going from his hip to the air, his hip to the air. Yeah. Yeah. The it was disco all move. Oh man, I was so I was so discoed out. It was like <laughs> it was like it was it was totally my jam. Did you so did I, you win? I came in third. Oh. And and I and I think I and I don't think I don't think I nec- I was seven or I'm sorry, I was like I think at that point I was like ten or eleven. But like I, I don't I don't think I deserved to come in the time. I think it was one of those like, oh, she's so cute. She's adorable. She did all the dance moves. Give, um, it, give it to the little kid. Yeah, give it, <laughs> give it, to, the, give it to the little girl. No, yeah, exactly. You'd be proud of your third place. Come on. <laughs> I, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm so proud. So anyway, so when you play that, it took me back. It took me back ah, to gotcha. my boat cruise where I participated in the talent contest. Uh, but, but nonetheless... <laughs> How have we derailed here? I apologize. Uh, anyway, you are listening to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Uh, let's get you up to speed on some of the news and notes out there with some of the players that you need to be in the know about. And also, uh, I want to talk about the two biggest matchups. Uh, and, and I'm just curious, guys. Like on Sun, okay, so a few things I, I, I need to get to know. Like, so Tyler and Rebecca, like, what do you do on? Do you guys work on Sunday? Do you work at the radio station on Sundays? When there's a Rams game, yes. Yes. Okay. Well, there, I'm, the majority of the time there's a Rams game, right, on the Sunday. Yeah. So during football season, yeah. Sunday's most likely going to be here. Yes. Okay. Okay. And so, and, and I and I want to imagine that there's like a plethora of TV screens in in the studio, right? So while oh, yes. you're there, like, uh, so obviously, so to me, the two most exciting games that are going to be available this week, Bills Chiefs, that's at four o'clock. And then Cowboys Eagles, that's the Sunday night game. And to me, these are can't miss games. Agree or disagree? Oh, they're going to be electric. Absolutely. Right? Like, like I think they're can't miss. So I'm going to, I'm going to share with you uh, what my, my, my picks and my plays are for those two games. But first let's get you in the know in regard to what's going on around the NFL players that are injured um, and, and whatnot, especially for all you fantasy football freaks out there. Like me, I'm in 12 leagues, so you can call me a freak. I won't be offended. Trust me. Um, there are four. So by the way, this is the first week that we have four teams on a buy. Okay. So I can't, like, I just can't stand by weeks. I can't. And, and I don't about, like, I don't draft according to a bye week. I know a lot of people do. They're like, oh, I can't, I can't draft two quarterbacks who have the same bye week. I, I just, it's, it's, it's too in depth for me. Huh. I don't do it. Okay. But, I, but I'm sure because I don't do that, it causes me more angst right now when we're in, we're, Right when yes. we're in bye weeks, it absolutely does. I'll do you do that? Do you look? Do you look at the bye weeks when you're drafting? I'll typically draft my starters, and then I'll start taking account into bye weeks and who is going to be more challenging to replace when their bye week comes up, and then I'll typically start targeting their replacement for that specific bye week. Yeah, hmm. especially quarterbacks now. If I if I remember my team correctly, the last time I had one, granted I'm taking this season off, I'll admit, but I'm still following it very closely. But when I had Patrick Mahomes, I made sure to take Lamar Jackson as my secondary quarterback. So when I slotted him in during the bye week, I wasn't going to feel the impact really of not having Patrick Mahomes that week. So that's that's typically those are typically the kinds of positions that I will target when it comes to preparing for bye weeks down the road, quarterback 
Um, sometimes even special teams. Like if I can, if I can swing a, a defense, you know, a backup defense early, I might do that. Just you know, as, as kind of a two-way sabotage slash prepare myself for bye week kind of situation. It really just depends on where I'm. I am in the draft order. You're so savvy. Um, so, so this week, uh, bye week Raiders, Titans, Lions, um, and J- is it Jags? Texans. Sorry. I'm trying to read my handwriting. Raiders, Titans, Lions, and Texans all on a bye. Uh, quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield on IR ankle. Good. Don't let the door hit you in the, on your way out. PJ Walker is getting the start for Carolina. And Oh, by the way, he's going up against the Rams. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater out. Uh, Tua expected to be out as of right now. Skylar Thompson is going to be quarterbacking for the Miami Dolphins. Dak Prescott, even though he's uh, trying to uh, show off his talents at practice, looks like Cooper Rush is going to get the start again against the Eagles. Russell Wilson dealing with a shoulder, but he's expected to start. Also, Mac Jones, I hear he's looking good at practice. I wouldn't be surprised if Mac Jones is back under center for the Patriots this week. So those are quarterbacks you need to be in the know about. In regard to running backs, Rashad Penny out on IR. Hopefully you have Walker. Hopefully you had Walker on your bench. If not, you have probably had to fight for him in free agency. And whoever got him, well, kudos to you. I think he's going to get a really, really big volume share of, uh, of carries this week. Um, James Conner dealing with ribs. I do believe he does play. If he doesn't, um, well, then that's a problem. <laughs> um, Harris is uh, is out for uh, for the Patriots. Stevenson, who looked great last week, put up phenomenal numbers for you last week. Hopefully, he can do the same for you this week. Saquon Barkley's dealing with a shoulder. I hear he's going to be ready to go a okay uh, this week against the Green Bay Packers. Well, no, I'm sorry. Um, they play the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Green Bay was last week in London. Darrell Williams is out as well for um, for for Arizona, so just just FYI, um, wide receivers. Uh, McKenzie is dealing with a concussion. Uh, I, I want to say that he was uh, he practiced today, but he was limited. I still like Khalil Shakir, who crushed it last week. Um, if you have room on your bench, stash him. He was the star stud of training camp for the Buffalo Bills. And once given the opportunity, he is going to um, really do wonderful things. So again, if you're in a deep league or you've got room on your, on your, on your bench, Shakir from the Buffalo Bills, stash him. Julio Jones is dealing with a knee. Russell Gage is dealing with an ankle. Godwin is dealing with a hip and knee. Uh, a lot of injuries there for the Tampa Bay Bucks and Tom Brady. Um, Rashad Bateman is dealing with a foot. Chances are he's going to be out for the Baltimore Ravens. Duvernay will step up as the number one wide receiver. But of course, Mark Andrews, of course, is the number one target for, uh, for Lamar Jackson. T Higgins is dealing with an ankle. Keep an eye on that. Um, Olave is dealing with a concussion with the saints. Keep an eye on that. Tony's out Slayton, uh, really got the lion's share of the targets last week for the giants. There is a chance that Wandale Robinson is going to play this week. Keep an eye on that. Again, if, if you have room on your roster, I recommend that you pick him up and you stash him. If it's not this week, hopefully it's next week. But the kid is a stud and he's a star. And 
the Giants have no one really exciting in their wide receiving core. And once he is healthy and he's playing and he's active, I think he's going to do some good things. Tyree kills dealing with the foot, but reports out of Miami is that he's going to play and, uh, and just, just know that if you have Devonte Adams, be aware that chances are he's going to be suspended for a few games for pushing that photographer after the game, after the Oakland, uh, Oakland, the Las Vegas Raiders lost. So, uh, so if you have Devonte Adams, just keep that in mind. Um, if Hunter Renfro is out there on, on the waiver wire, you, you might want to pick him up now and stash him for what's to come. Tight ends, Taysom Hill has just been an absolute beast. Couldn't have happened to a nicer young man. Love me some Taysom Hill. Hoping that we see more of Taysom Hill in that Saints offense for sure. Fryermuth for the Pittsburgh Steelers dealing with a concussion but was limited at practice today. I do expect him to play this week. Um, Schultz from uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, not sure if he's going to play, so keep an eye on that. Daniel Knox did not play last week. Keep an eye on him, whether or not he's going to play this week as well. So there's uh, those, those are the players that you need to be in the know about. When we come back, we'll do a deep dive into the Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. That is, in my opinion, that is the game of the week. Not to take anything away from the Cowboys and the Eagles. Always a great matchup. But let's be honest. The Bills and the Chiefs are it. And we will dive into that next. You're listening to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Anita Marks with you. We'll be right back. Do you guys know this song? Of course. I'm not going to sing it, <laughs> but I know it. Okay. <laughs> oh, I won't. I won't. Uh, welcome back. It is Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA on this Thursday night. Uh, if you're just tuning in, unfortunately, uh, if you're a Bears fan, duh Bears, um, what a great Saturday Night Live skit that was. Uh, they unfortunately lost to Washington 12-7. to Needless to say, uh, the score will tell you just how, um, <laughs> how horrible this game was to watch. Um, you know, if, if, you, if you did have prop bets, uh, like I did, uh, invested in it, my, my, my best bet tonight was Brian Robinson over 11 and a half carries. Sure enough, he had 17 for 60 yards and a touchdown. But man, uh, this game was, was brutal. The Chicago Bears are just brutal. So Chicago's now sitting at two and three, um, and uh, and the Commanders are uh, are wait that doesn't make let me refresh should be should be updated yeah so Chicago's two and four the Commanders are two and so both Chicago and the Commanders are two and four um and so and so there's that let's talk about some some more exciting games that are uh, that are on the slate coming up to uh coming up this weekend and so a four o'clock game of course on the east coast so what would that be uh one o'clock right one o'clock game with you guys yeah, yep, um you've got the bills going up against the kansas city chiefs guys here here's here's what i don't understand you've got andy reed and patrick mahomes as a home dog how are you not taking that? And not and, and no disrespect to the Buffalo Bills, you know, amazing team. And chances are they're going to win. But this Kansas City Chiefs team is is just as good. I'm not going to say better, but I feel could stay lockstep with the Buffalo Bills. So and they're home, which by the way, um, Patrick Mahomes is seven zero and one 
against the spread as a dog. Okay? 7-0-1 oh, against the spread as a dog. I don't like betting and against Patrick Mahomes. I, I, I just, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't like this line. I don't think this line is correct, to be quite frank. So I'm, I'm, I'm on the Kansas City Chiefs side, and if I could get them at plus three and a half, I always like. If, if it's on the plus side, I always like the hook. If it's on the minus, the minus side, I'll buy the hook down. I don't like having the hook, but nonetheless, um, for a few reasons. Uh, let, let's start with this Kansas City Chiefs defense. They have Chris Jones, who's an absolute beast. The Bills' entire offensive line is pretty solid, but the interior of the offensive line is not great. They rank 26th in the NFL. So I think Chris Jones has a huge opportunity to wreak some havoc for, uh, for, for, for Josh Allen. Not to say that I'm not saying here telling you that he's going to sack him, but I do believe that he's going to disrupt him this week. Okay. Also, Kansas City gets Trent McDuffie back, uh, one of their corners, who uh, who's quite good. So there's that. Meanwhile, for the Bills, their secondary is an infirmary. Uh, they've been injured really the majority of the season. So um, so there's that, which doesn't bode well for them, obviously, especially going up against Patrick Mahomes and the majority of the time. And, and it is kind of ignorant, not ignorant. That's not the word I meant. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Arrogant. It is kind of arrogant that the Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills pretty much like 70, 75% of the time just play this like, we're only going to rush for and we're going to play zone defense and try to beat us. Listen, if, if you have the horses in your stable that you're able to do that, and oh, by the way, a number of their horses are injured, well then God bless you all the power to you, but it is, it is an arrogant way um, of playing defense in the NFL where like you've got a number of teams out there that are trying to scheme and scheme for this quarterback. And we're going to play cover two. We're going to play cover three. We're going to blitz. We're going to send a guy. We're not like the Buffalo bills are like, this is what we do. We're only going to rush for, and we're going to play zone. And so try to beat us. <laughs> like, it's like, so do it. Like, like it's just, it is an arrogant way of playing. But one thing about Patrick Mahomes is he's actually quite good against zone coverage. So there's that. And then here's the really big nugget for you. And that is the officiating crew that's going to officiate the, the, the Kansas city bills game is Brad Allen and home dogs cover 67% of the time when Brad Allen has a say since 2016. Marinating that for a minute. Home dogs cover 67% of the time since 2016 when Brad Allen is part of the officiating crew. I just, I, I, I really, really like Kansas City. Uh, Tyler, Rebecca, do you guys have a play in this matchup? Uh, presently, I don't have a play in the matchup, like, from betting perspective. But I think that if I had to bet, I probably would err on the side of caution only because both of these teams are so electric. If I'm having to choose... I'm most so like, would you? So would you? Uh, would you like the over in this? Is is the is the over enticing to you? It, it, even then, it's tough because you don't know 
how much you can rely on the defense of each team. Obviously, you've got Patrick Mahomes and and uh, Josh Allen, who both have really appealing targets, both in Kelsey and Stephon Diggs. And then you factor in Schultz, you factor in uh, the wide receiving core that Patrick Mahomes has. But it's tough to say. Are they going to be throwing bombs all game long and we're going to have a, a really high score? Or is it going to be a, a shootout? I don't know. It's tough. But if I'm if I'm having to choose, I'm going to obviously lean towards the side of KC. The, the stats reflect well in favor of them. Patrick Mahomes is at home. The Chiefs rarely underperform or don't perform well when they're at home. And despite it being the Bills, if, I, if I'm having to choose, I'm taking the home team. And the home team here is KC. The over-under, by the way, is 54. Yeah, it's, way, it's way too high if, it for is, me. It, it, I'm, it, I'm it is. Under, it is. I'm going it under is and high, I'm going to say it's like 30. Like, it is high, but if, if, you were, if you forced me to play it, I would take the over. Mm. Um, but I'm, I'm going. To, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. But I'm, I'm not. I'm not playing. I'm not playing the over under. I am gonna play Kansas City. I'm gonna play Kansas City plus three. If you get that by plus three and a half, well then kudos to you. Um, the other big game that I feel that is is going to be quite exciting is obviously the Cowboys and the Eagles, a divisional rival. The Eagles are getting six and a half. Um, this is how I'm going to play. I'm going to play the Eagles at six and a half minus six and a half. I'm also going to use them as a two team, six point teaser. What does that mean? It means that, um, I'm going to line them with somebody like, let's say the, uh, Tampa Bay Bucks, who are going up against the Steelers. Tom Brady owns the Steelers, 35 touchdown passes in his career against the Steelers. And he's and, and, and that line is minus eight. So I'm going to tease the Bucks down to minus two. So pretty much what you're doing is you're you're pretty much saying that you're making the Bucks a pick'em, and you're making the Eagles a pick'em. It's pretty much what it's pretty much what you're doing. Okay. So that's who I would allow uh, align the Eagles with. Okay. For a number of reasons, who have the 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 the, the Cowboys beaten? Cincinnati. Follow me here, guys. Okay. Cincinnati with Joe Burrow post appendix surgery, where, by the way, I know we've talked about it on the show, his appendix burst. It wasn't like, ooh, I've got a pain, and they go in orthoscopically and they just remove the appendix. No, his appendix burst. So Cincinnati, the Giants, Washington, and with all due respect, a horrible Rams team. This Rams team is god-awful right now. Let's be honest, okay? So who has the Cowboys beaten? Really, in my opinion, no one. Cooper Rush, with all due respect, possibly the best storyline right now in the NFL, but six touchdown passes in five games. There is no way that that offense is going to be able to stay lockstep with the Philadelphia Eagles. There is just no way. Dallas is only getting into the red zone at 30%. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take that back. Dallas is ranked 30th in the NFL in regard to just getting into the red zone. Once they're in the red zone, they're only scoring a touchdown at 35%. Okay. Parsons is, is, is dealing with a groin. Um, I just, 
I just don't, I don't, I just, at the end of the day, I don't see how this Cowboys offense is going to be able to stay up to speed with Jalen Hurts in this Eagles offense. I just don't see it. So I like the Eagles minus six and a half. What say you? 877-710-3776. Anita Marks with you. Uh, It is Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Midnight train to Georgia. Anita Marks with you here on Bet LA, 710 ESPN LA. Um, Let's talk some college football. Getting you ready for many, many, many people feel that this is one of the best slates uh, so far this year in college football in, uh, in, in what we can wager on. And I've got three college football plays for you. Uh, first and foremost, let's talk about Penn State and Michigan. Michigan's favored by seven. The over-under is at 51 and a half. How am I playing this? I'm going to play the first half under at 26 and a half. And then I'm going to take that money that I won. And uh, because now I'm going to be playing with house money, right? And, and I'm going to invest it in the under, or I'm going to double up in the under at 51 and a half as well. Why? Uh, this is a Big Ten showdown at the big house. And uh, the last seven games Michigan play, has played at the big house, the under has won six to one. Six of the seven times the under has won. Also, the last eight times that these two teams have played each other, the under has hit six of the last eight. How about that? So uh, Michigan is averaging 13 points a game in the first half. Uh, Blake Crum, of course, is going to be going up against uh, a Penn State-run defense that ranks top 10 in college football. And uh, in Michigan defense is only allowing uh, the second least yards uh, per play to their opponents. So I, I really, I, I like, and this is a really big number. This number really surprises me somewhat. Um, so I just think both these defenses are too good for this number to be at 51 and a half. And I'm surprised. So my play in this game is certainly the under, um, probably one of the biggest games. Now guys, uh, Tyler and Rebecca, do you guys watch college football? Are you guys into college football? Do you watch a lot of college football? I don't watch a lot of college football, but occasionally I'll tune into like a USC game. Sometimes a UCLA game if I'm feeling it. Okay. Well, you know, obviously UCLA looked great against Utah uh, last week. I'm I'm going to get to that game in just a second, but this Alabama-Tennessee game I think is going to be quite interesting. So Alabama is favored by 7.5 against Tennessee, uh, and it's at Tennessee. The over-under is at 66, which I find surprising as well considering we don't know if Bryce Young is going to play or not. Bryce Young, starting quarterback for the Alabama Crimson Tide. So even if he does play, let's be honest, he's not going to be 100%. Okay? So um, and a few other things here. You know, I, I, I know that Alabama's undefeated, but they have one ugly. You know, they almost lost to Texas. They almost lost to Texas A&M. Meanwhile, if you've watched Tennessee's game, they've won pretty. <laughs> against a good LSU defense last week. And they've got a pretty impressive quarterback in Henson Hooker, uh, whose name now is thrown in the pot to try to win the Heisman. And this is going to be a huge opportunity for him to shine. Big stage against Alabama. The country watching, the country tuning in to see if Nick Saban's going to lose. Are you kidding me? Uh, and, and also, this is a Tennessee team. Their offense is third best in the country in EPA. So, 
Uh, I love Tennessee here. Give me Tennessee in the points. Give me Tennessee plus seven and a half. I'll take it all day. Whether Bryce Young plays or not, I I like this Tennessee team. So that's my play there. And last but not least, USC and Utah. uh, I I think the wrong team is favored here, with all due respect. I'm not just saying that because I'm here on the airwaves in LA. Uh, USC getting the three and a half. I think they're the better team getting the points. Uh, They've had better competition. Utah lost to Florida week one. They got manhandled by UCLA last week in the trenches. Their defense didn't look great. Caleb Williams is just unbelievable. And USC plus 2.33 in turnover margin against their opponents. So they've been pretty spectacular. Can't wait to see the matchup of Addison against Clark Phillips. You're talking about the best wide receiver, arguably, in the country, going up against arguably the best corner in the country. This is going to be a great matchup to watch, but I really do, I really do love USC, and again, I, I do believe the wrong team is favored here. So I'm going to take USC with the points. So those are my three college plays heading into uh, to Saturday. 